You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love love it, especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice, and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is Chase Tree Berry Extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period sad girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, Feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Cali at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Cali for 15% off today. Welcome back to the Spice Edge podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host. I am so freaking excited that you are here today. This is your go-to guide for all things health and wellness, 
helping you live the best sweatiest lifestyle ever all right so before we get into the episode do me the biggest favor ever and leave a review for this podcast and also tag me in your stories on instagram at the sweaty sash and at i'm sweaty and i know it and let me know how you liked this episode once you hear it hello hello and welcome back to the podcast I am so excited you are here, and today we have a super amazing guest on the show, Bella. I'm going to let Bella introduce herself. She's incredible. Oh my gosh. Hi, um, I'm Bella. I'm so happy to be here. I've been like binge listening to the podcast, so low-key fangirling over here. Um, but to everyone listening, again, I'm Bella. I'm a sophomore in college. Um, and I kind of know Callie from like Instagram, social media stuff. Um, but mainly I'm a YouTuber, like college content and vlogs and that kind of stuff. And then I also do Instagram and TikTok and all that fun stuff. So yeah, it's kind of me in a, in a nutshell right there. Amazing. So I did a part one of social media tips a while back, and we're definitely going to cover some more of those today. Like Bella said, she literally is a guru when it comes to YouTube stuff (laughs) and her entire aesthetic on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube is literally the cutest thing ever. It's like all- thank you. (laughs) So we're going to dive deep into that. But before we do, Bella, what is your sweatiest moment of the week? Okay, my sweatiest moment, I had to think about this a little bit, but I finished on Monday, so we're recording on Wednesday, Um, I finished my, like, eight-week contract with Amazon Prime Student for, like, creating content for them, and I was so proud of myself because I've been, you know, like, working on it every week for the past, like, two months, Um, and I just felt really proud of myself that I, like, finished that, and I was like, dang, like, I did that, like, that's amazing, so put it on the resume. I'm feeling good. And yeah, I was just excited about it. That's amazing. Wait, that's so sick. I always see you posting about that. So how, okay. So basically how did you like get that? How did you get the Amazon prime or student contract? Like what did you do? Yeah. Um, so actually I didn't even know it was a thing and I've worked with them twice now. So they actually emailed me what was it like in November or something in 2020 so I guess it's already last year (laughs) um so they found me from my YouTube channel so in all of my YouTube videos I make sure to like plug my business email and you know like just that's like my practice and everything so in my Instagram my TikTok all that good stuff I try to put my business email um so they like miraculously somehow like found me I don't really know how um but they found me and asked if I wanted to like do the program or like I had to do an interview with um the lead person of like the social influencer team so that was really exciting um so yeah so they found me but I do know that they had like a um social influencer like sign up form or like an application but I don't think they have it available anymore because they changed their like process for that um but it was amazing so I did it in the fall and then they reached out again to me um a couple months ago and were like do you want to do like the spring one I was like oh my god of course like that's amazing um and I feel like for me a lot of the partnerships that I've gotten it's been just randomly reaching out to me like it's so funny I just look yeah. at me and I'm like how did you find me but it's literally so cool. And I don't know if you're into all of, like, the manifestation stuff and, like, are you are. Okay. I was literally 
actually going to say that. That's <laughs> literally where I was going. Um, no, that's so funny because I get so many questions of like, oh, like, how did you get to work with them? And I was like, literally, like, I manifested this stuff. No, like, literally. I'm not even kidding. I, like, a couple months ago, it was like a new year and I was in the car with my friend. I was like, oh my gosh, like my dream this year is literally like to work with Princess Polly. Like I'm manifesting it. Like that's what I want to do. And I kid you not, 24 hours later, there was an email in my inbox from Princess Polly. And I was like, oh my God. I got chills. I freaked out. I freaked out. So um, yeah, to anyone listening, manifest it. Just put it out there it, in the universe. It sounds- You're going to be shook. You'll be so shook. For me, yeah. my my dream brand was Aloe Yoga. And I was like, this is a dream. Like I, I was like, I want to work with Aloe so bad, like dream brand. Mm-hmm. I get an email out of nowhere from Aloe Yoga. And I was like, what? Same thing happened recently with free people. Same thing yeah. happened. Like insane. It, it works. Like I just like say something to my friend. I'm like I want to work done. with them. And then an email pops up. <laughs> there oh you gosh, go, guys. So true. It's insane. Like, life hack of, like, everything. Like, just do that. It's incredible. <laughs> no, literally. It's like, you have to believe it, too. You have to just be like, yes. You can even be like, I'm going to work with this brand. And then feel yeah. that energy and all the goodness. And then it'll probably happen. <laughs> yeah. Positive current language. Like, you can be like, I am, like, this is happening right now. And, like, it will. Influencer marketing tip. There you go. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. They don't teach you this in school, guys. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so kind of like backtracking a little bit. What got you into the online content creation space? Oh my gosh. Um, I feel like there wasn't like one specific thing. I've always been interested in like kind of like online creation stuff like since middle school um I was one of those people in like middle school like I had like a fashion blog that like I didn't like tell anyone about but I like thought it was the coolest thing and I would like post on there um so I've always been interested in that kind of thing and just like um in I was probably in like middle school like I discovered the world of like YouTubers and like that whole thing and it was like the era of like Alicia Marie and like hyper saturation like Tumblr YouTube videos um there was like an era where like that was a thing and I was like obsessed I was like oh my god like I want to be that that's like so cool um so I would like became obsessed with those like as soon as I got my first laptop which wasn't until I was like 13 so I I had like no exposure to the internet like my parents were like you need to like wait to have a phone until you're older like all that stuff um and then as soon as I got a laptop I was like head first like YouTube obsessed (laughs) um so I feel like that was kind of my first thing and then in high school I made a couple like YouTube videos for a class project and I was like oh my gosh this is so fun like I love this and um like all my friends like they meant well but they were like you shouldn't do that like that's really cringy and I was like you know what you're right like I I don't want to do that but like I really did um like so I like started a channel but in like junior like junior of high school and like senior year I would post like a couple videos like a year like it it was like very sparse because I would go through this phase of like 
oh my gosh, like, I love this. I don't care what people think. Like, I'm just going to do it. And then I, I would like go back inside myself and be like, oh my gosh, like, I'm scared. Like, I don't know what to do. And then I would stop. And it was like this roller coaster um, throughout high school. And then basically after high school, I was like, I don't care. Like, I really like to do this and I'm just going to do it. So then I started posting consistently. And like, after I took my channel seriously, then I started like really going after like, um, TikTok and Instagram and like building like a whole platform. So yeah, that's my like long winded (laughs) little version of that question. No, I, that's super cool because I feel like a lot of other YouTubers that I've listened to, they're kind of their stories. It's very similar how in high school, it's just that weird peer pressure of no, that's weird. Don't do that. And it's like pushing you into following the norms. And it's so funny because I feel like that's kind of how I felt in high school too. Is like, I never, I didn't have my, um, my platform at the time, but I remember I'd always go and do photo shoots with my friend group and our group would get so much hate because that was weird that we'd be posting solo pics yeah. of ourselves. And I always thought that was so weird. And like, now it's all I do is post like myself <laughs> every day. Literally. Oh my God. I know. I get a lot of like DMs from um, people who are like, I really like want to start my channel and all of this, but like I'm in high school and I like don't know what to do. Like I'm scared. And honestly, like at this point, I feel like it's this like, like kind of unfortunate and weird, like stepping stone is to be like in high school and be like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, it's kind of scary. And then the people who like really love it, you just kind of go through that and then you just keep going because you realize like it's what you're supposed to be doing. Um, I feel like everyone has a little weird story. Um, So that's like always my advice to people who are like kind of scared is like, you got to kind of ease your way in. And then if it feels like it's right for you, just keep going, you know, and you'll, you'll be okay. I promise. Also, I just think like, regardless if you're in high school, college, whatever age you are, like, and you're scared to start something because you're scared of what people are going to think about you. You have to remember Mm -hmm. that literally most people think about themselves constantly, first of all. So like chances are very low about you for that long. And even if they do, who cares? Like it's your life and it's, you don't let someone else control your life and let you like literally do things that you want to do. That's so true. A lot of times it's kind of hard to like realize, but like people will also like lash out at you sometimes because they're like jealous that you are doing something that you really enjoy doing and they're like not at that point in their life yet so like just know like it's about you it's not about them um and just keep doing you you're doing amazing (laughs) no you're so right like jealousy is such a thing it's crazy and even Mm -hmm. as content creators like I know we were talking a little bit before about how it's like you had this one video blow up about taking pictures in ugly cities and you yeah. people they were like, you don't live, you live in a city. Like, what are you talking, like all this hate. And it's one of those things. It's like, they're probably just jealous because your video blew up and like, yeah, why else would you so true. comment something like that? And so kind of like, how do you typically deal with negative criticism from people? Yeah, it's kind of hard. So I feel like, first of all, I have to kind of like take a step back and like not react immediately because I can kind of be that person. Like if I hear something, I'll just like want to like protect myself and be like, you're wrong. <laughs> I have to like that's how I am. Do it in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so oh my God. You're like, that's so mean. Like, why would you say that? And you then like, I have to like press inner. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't do it. No, no, no. <laughs> I just 
literally me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I feel like I've learned that I kind of need to like take a second and be like, okay, first of all, is this constructive criticism or is this person just like literally leaving a hate comment for no reason? Like they're having a bad day and want to attack me. And like 99% of the time, it's someone who's just like not okay. And they're just like lashing out for no reason against you or like there's something going on with them that you obviously have no idea about because you don't even know this person. Um, so I feel like once I like kind of take a breath, which I still need to work on, um, if it's just like someone who's just trying to hate on you just because like, I usually try to do my best just block that person because they're not like being helpful. Like they're not contributing to this community in any way. They're just spreading negativity. And I don't want my audience to deal with that. And I don't want to deal with it. So I'll just block them. I say, you know, like, I hope you're okay, like, in my brain, but, like, this is not what we need. Um, so just, like, remove them, block them, whatever you need to do, because um, you do not owe it to them to, like, deal with their negativity. Like, that's not your job. Um, so I think that's kind of how I deal with that, and then if I recognize it as, like, constructive criticism, then I need to say, okay, like, how do I need to think about this? Like, do I need to take a step with this? Um, but yeah, 99% of the time, block them. Like, you do not need that in your life. It's not helping anyone, honestly. I saw a quote. It was really good. It was like, if you wouldn't take advice from this person, usually, why would you listen to them? Like, the negative. Oh, my God. Okay. Literally, I'm sitting at my desk right now. I have my bulletin board. I have that quote on. You have that <laughs> like, quote? I'm maybe looking at it. Someone posted that. Maybe so it was true. you. I saw it on Instagram and I loved it. I was like, it's so true. It's, it's so true. It's so true. And I remember over the summer, oh my gosh, I had this like actual like account literally try to attack my account. And it was like basically this other fitness trainer person. And he was like super into weightlifting and, like, that's not what I'm promoting. Like, I, like, I'm a firm believer in, like, work mm-hmm. out the way you need to work out. Like, do it, gotta do. But I'm, like, I'm literally, like, into Pilates and I'm showing you, like, low-impact workouts. They work for me. Like, they work for other people. And this guy was, like, bashing my workouts. He's, like, that's just, like, so stupid. Like, this is fully never gonna work, all this stuff. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. And he would, like, do other people's videos and be really mean about it. And I was, like, like, why? Like, why? I doesn't. Yeah. I, I, I blocked him, but I, I got so heated at first, and then I was just like, end of the day, like I'm not even taking his advice usually. Like I don't. That's not how I like live my lifestyle. Exactly. So like, why should I care? Like why does it matter? So yeah, block. that's so true. Yeah, block them and block move on with your life. Move along. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, no, it's so funny. But okay, I kind of want to like move a lot, a little bit into more of the actual content creation process and kind of talk about a little bit of YouTube. So I definitely feel like I need to learn some tips from you because I love my, (laughs) I love YouTube, but also I'm like, my videos don't get that many views and I feel like I'm not doing SEO correctly. And I kind of want to like hear your whole breakdown process of like how you like film the video, how do you upload all that stuff? Like, I feel like you're so good at that. Oh my gosh. Oh, thank you. I mean, it's honestly been like so much trial and error. Like I get so many questions like, how do you edit? Like, how do you make your thumbnails? So I was like, I literally have spent like hours and hours of my life failing at those things so that I can learn how to do it. And I feel like, um, like that's kind of like my learning style. Um, but yeah, oh my gosh, YouTube is such 
a like complicated platform and complicated process um I think a lot of people like come into it and they're like oh my gosh like it's so easy you just like film yourself and then you like post it and I'm like no (laughs) it's um as I'm sure you're like very aware it's so involved and there's so many steps that you kind of like are more behind the scenes um but I feel like going through like my creation process I like try to keep a list of video ideas um like with me at all times like if I get a comment like asking for something I will literally like write it down Mm -hmm. um and then if I see a video that I'm like oh my gosh it's like really cool I've never seen something like that I'll like write it down and like save it for later so I don't like run out of ideas because like that's really easy to do like thinking of new YouTube video like topics is kind of hard (laughs) um So I feel like that's kind of my first step. And then with filming, I, oh my gosh, like going, like thinking of my old videos, my filming was so bad because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, But like, I feel like my biggest advice to people like starting is like, don't be afraid to be bad at it at first. Like everyone has like incredibly cringy, like old videos. (laughs) Like that's how you get to be better at it. And I'm still working on it. Um, so for filming, like, at this point, right, I use a Canon G7X Mark III, so it's, like, my, that's my vlog camera, I use it for all my filming, um, and I actually started my channel, like, with my iPhone, like, filming on my iPhone, so if you want to start a channel, I suggest, like, just take out your phone and, like, start filming and, like, see how it feels before you invest in a camera, they are so expensive. (laughs) It's ridiculous. They're um, so expensive. I think I have I have the um, so expensive. I have the Canon G7 Mark, whatever it is. It's so good. <laughs> it's like the Mark II. Uh, it's, yeah, or the three. The three is the so, newest one. So good. I don't think it's. It's new- so good. It's looking- yeah. I love mine so much because I had like a less like fancy Canon before this one, and just the quality. I'm just like, oh my god, like. I'm in love with the quality of the footage. Um, yeah, so I use that for filming, and I mostly make vlogs now. Like, I didn't really start out doing that, but that's kind of my main content right now. And I was, it took me so long to get used to that, because the idea of, like, filming your day is so alien. Like, it's so strange. It's it takes hard. a long time to it's hard like because you're just like going about your day and then you're like oh my gosh like I forgot to film this like what am I gonna do like um and it's so strange because it also like makes each task in your day take like twice as long because I'm so glad that I'm not the only person that dealt with that oh my gosh no (laughs) I was like why did it take me like 50 years to cook some food literally no it's so true um yeah I think I've gotten like a little bit more like natural at it where I don't have to think about as much now but it does make everything twice as long like literally I would like I love making morning routine videos but I like dread filming them because like literally like it's so involved like because I don't have anyone helping me so it's like okay like I want to get a shot of me like waking up okay like okay I have to actually wake up get out of the bed get the tripod, put the camera on the tripod, like, get the shot, like, turn on the shutter button, get in the bed, get out of the bed again, and then, like, close the shot, like, that's just one shot of the whole video, um, so, yeah, 
it's kind of ridiculous but like once you do it yourself you're like oh my gosh this is this is insane but it's also fun <laughs> um so that's kind of like my filming process and then I obviously like do all my editing I started editing in iMovie um so if you have like an apple product and you just want to try editing for free use iMovie like it's amazing I love iMovie so much um, but this year I invested in Final Cut Pro, so that's what I use now. Um, yeah, and then honestly, like, for editing, trial and error. Like, I know it sounds, like, really annoying to be like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to, like, have to do it that way, but everyone's way of editing is so different that you kind of have to just go into it and be like, okay, I'm just going to figure this out, like, what works for me. Um, that's honestly, like, helped me so, so much. Um, and then obviously there's also thumbnails. <laughs> um, so like I used to be so bad at thumbnails. So like my biggest advice for making thumbnails is like you have to know what you want it to look like before you even film the video. Um, because like the hardest thing is getting to the end of the video and realizing you have no photos for your thumbnail. Like that's the worst. <laughs> um, so if you like want to start your channel like I like literally envision in my mind like okay like I want middle text so that means I have to have two images and they have to be like primarily on the edges so you can like see what's going on in the picture and everything. Um, I know it like literally it sounds a little insane but <laughs> um, it's helped me so much to do that so think of it kind of beforehand so you can get the pictures and then just experiment with different like editing platforms. Um, yeah, and then also, like, for SEO stuff, i sorry, I feel like I'm talking so much, I just have so many thoughts. Oh my god, no, I'm, like, just soaking it in, I'm, like, I'm, like, learning, I'm, like, oh. yes! <laughs> yeah, um, okay, so, yeah, thumbnails are super important, but for SEO stuff, I'm actually low-key struggling with this, because I'm convinced that YouTube has, like, just changed their algorithm on tags, but, I, I mean, I'm still experimenting, but... I like really suggest getting the um, extension. It's called TubeBuddy and it's like a Chrome extension or like, you know, like a search engine extension for free. And then I use that and to like research good keywords and like keywords are like the unknown secret to like YouTube. I feel like I had no idea they existed before I started my channel and like started getting into it. Um, and I literally just like stumbled upon them by like doing a ton of research um, about like how to get my videos out there. So I would definitely suggest like looking up like, you know, like how to do SEO, like how to do keyword research. Um, but like the TubeBuddy extension will help you find keywords that like are going to help your video grow and like show up in search. And then you can use those in your title and in your description and everything. And it made all the difference on my channel because um, my videos were actually like showing up in search, which is kind of the only way when you're a smaller creator to like get your video out there. So that is like a lifesaver. And I like hugely suggest like researching that to anyone who wants to start a channel. Um, yeah, I, I feel like there's so many more things, but that's kind of like my little process in like a, a, a long nutshell, shall we say. <laughs> How, like, I know I like loved that. That was super helpful. So like, <laughs> okay so like super interesting question or just question about like TubeBuddy so 
both of yeah. us are in very saturated fields. Like you're in vlogging and I'm in so health Like how do you get your videos to stand out in terms of keywords? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. I feel like, um, like obviously you want to like aim for like keywords with like a good score if you're using a tool like TubeBuddy. Um, but also the thing is like considering when your video is posted like that also affects it so like if you're looking for something in search and your keyword like matches really well with the person plugged into the search field and you recently posted it it's more likely to come up like higher because it's more like recent like content for them that might be more applicable to what they're looking for um and besides that like honestly I try to think really specifically about like what like um combination of words do I want to use to like get my video like specifically attached to that keyword so like I uh filmed this weekend like I did like a Sunday in my life like kind of like how I set up for the week like that type of vlog um and I literally like I have a sticky note in front of me where I wrote down like my keywords like literally right here um but you kind of have to think of like beyond just the basic title like I literally have like um productive Sunday routine like at home like that mm-hmm. specifically like that string of keywords that's more unique yeah. than just like you know my Sunday routine 2021 or whatever um and then I also have like how I prep for the week like online college like that's a long string of words but if anyone searches that like my video is going to be right on out there near the top because like that's so specific yeah. that not as many people you know are going to be making videos with that same string of words although it will like also apply to like more general like sunny routine stuff because I'll make sure to include that too so yeah I hope it makes sense it's really complicated um but yeah I mean I'm honestly still getting the hang of it too Interesting. No, yeah, it's super interesting. I think that's what I've my channel has like struggled the most with. It just I need to start doing more specific hashtags and stuff because like uh-huh. I said, like I'm in such a saturated field, but it's a process. Yeah. Also, I feel like you're really good at cross-promoting everything on your different platforms. Like I really noticed on TikTok, yeah. like you always plug your YouTube, on Instagram, like you're very good at that. So how like if somebody is going to expand to multiple platforms like how would you say that they should successfully do that and keep their branding the same and like all the good stuff yeah oh my gosh I love that um a big thing for me is like when I started my TikTok account oh my gosh it's like a year ago (laughs) which is really crazy Um, it's like that same with me it's like a year ago it's so weird literally like we got like kicked out of school and I was like I'm gonna make it to TikTok like I never went on the app before and all my friends were like what are you doing and I was like I don't know it just feels right like, I would make fun of people uh, like who would make TikTok dances I was like I'm never know, doing I like, that I know I was like oh my gosh like it's all like dancing like it's all like Charlie D'Amelio stands like I'm not really interested and then I was like oh my god this is amazing. <laughs> it's so great. I know. It was, that was the funniest thing. I was like, I feel like a hypocrite because like I'm literally obsessed with it. Like literally. Oh my gosh. Me too. Um, oh my gosh. But anyway, so <laughs> I started my TikTok account and that's kind of when I feel like I realized the potential of cross promotion because I saw this like insane spike in subscribers that was literally like from TikTok 
TikTok like exclusively, which kind of blew my mind. Um, because I had this like this at this time last year, I think I was still like around a thousand subscribers, which is kind of insane. Really? Um yeah. And then I went from like one thousand in it was like probably like March or May of last year to 10,000 in September and it was because of my TikTok which kind of like was insane and I was like what is going on um so in terms of like how I did like the cross promotion um the thing is like my TikTok content which this just kind of happened but I started making content about YouTube and I was like like I'm a small YouTuber like here's how I make my thumbnails or like here's my advice if you want to start a channel. And, like, it's funny to me now because, like, what ground did I have to stand on? Like, I like I loved what I did, but I literally had, like, under a thousand subscribers. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, here's how to grow your YouTube channel. Like, tips from a pro. And I was like, what do I do? <laughs> um, but it was, it was so funny because um, I think, it, like, not a lot of people were making, like, content that was, like, from a smaller creator's point of view so like I think from that like even if you have a small platform like don't devalue your experience or like what you've learned from that like you there's so many people who have like less of a platform like than you do who would benefit so much from what you've already learned that a lot of people like don't realize that um you're so right also it's like a relatability it feels more relatable it's so true. That's so true. I know. I was, like, thinking about it, and I was, like, if I had, like, advice from, like, someone with 100,000 subscribers, like, I would obviously value that, but I also would feel like they wouldn't really get, like, where I was at or, like, understand what I was going through, because, like, that was them a while ago, you know? Yeah. Um. So, like, that's, like, I didn't realize that until I really started TikTok, and I was, like, wow, like, there's all these people out there that actually, like, want to listen to what I have to say, which is, like, whoa. <laughs> what is going on um so in terms of like cross promotion I think like kind of make sure that every time you're creating a piece of content you're consciously being like how can I connect this to like my brand as a whole like how can I bring this back to where I want people to go um and it's just like really small things like in all my TikToks I've moved away a little bit from like creating content just about YouTube tips because I got like really burnt out on that and I was like this was fun but like it's not really what I want to make content about and like want to grow as like that I don't really want to be like the YouTube tips girl because that's just not really my like MO um so <laughs> even if you're like <laughs> I don't know I, I love that for me uh <laughs> YouTube tips girl but YouTube tips girl love that um copyright at Bella Lorray. <laughs> um, but even if you're like, even if you're not making content, that's like, here's how to grow your YouTube channel. Oh, here's my YouTube channel. Like, it doesn't have to be that like direct. I found like on all of my TikToks, I literally like write um, like a little like text box that says like, my YouTube is like Isabella Larray. Like, search this to find my YouTube channel. And I just put that as like an overlay on every single TikTok, like, even if it's not related. Like, just like little things like that. And then in my Instagram posts, I'll be like, 
hey, I just posted a new video. Um, like it was about this and I shared this in it. I think you'd really like it, etc. Um, so I think it doesn't have to be as like connected to it, if that makes sense. Like you don't have to be like, this is about this. And like, you'd also like this. Um, like, I think just like putting it out there a little bit and everything you make is going to make a huge difference. And then when that one tiny thing that you didn't think about like pops off and then your like handle is also in it, you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm so glad I did that <laughs> because it's there. And yeah. I'm going to have to use that idea. I feel like that'd be super helpful because oh my gosh, I've noticed, I've noticed you do, I noticed you do that. And that's a very, very good idea. So now that I've also super relatable to what you're saying about, you don't want to be YouTube tips girl. Like I kind of was tired of posting workouts every day on TikTok. Cause I was like, I want people to do my full length workouts. Like my, my workout vibe isn't yeah. like new 10. And then the next step, my vibe is like a flow. And it's like, I just kind of got to mm-hmm. a point where I was like, I don't, I don't really like believe in that as much. Like that's not really what I do personally. So I would rather post more of just motivational stuff, like tips and tricks and yeah. all that goodness. Like, and I mean, it definitely like my, I started out, like I was getting followers because I was posting those workouts and now like, yeah, it's a little bit hard kind of like to remind my, like see that, like I was doing good doing that. But also it's like, I think if you move on to something that's more up your alley, it's the right thing and you're going to attract the right people to see it as well. I totally agree. Yeah. The exact same thing happened with me because like I started, um, well, actually what happened is like I was posting all of that YouTube content on TikTok and my account was like growing so fast. Like it was like definitely working for me in terms of like growth. Um, But then like during the end of the summer, I just hit this point where I was like, I don't like to do this. Like, this is not fun anymore. And, um, they were getting so much exposure that I was getting a ton of like hate comments and just like all this like bad energy. And I was like, it was like, I let it go too far where I was burnt out and I just stopped posting for like three months. Like I just didn't even open the app. I think I deleted it. I was like, I'm done with TikTok. Um, and then I like, came back to this place a couple months ago where I was like you know what like I have content that I love to create it's not what I was doing before but I think it's worth it that I like try again and like make stuff that makes me happy and won't necessarily grow my account but like I'll like making it um so I did that and I like saw like a huge dip in followers like they're like like you know people were unfollowing me and I was like oh my gosh like this is scary I don't know what to do um and that went on for like a couple weeks and then it started to go up again because like yeah. people, like you said, who like they responded to my energy, like they liked what I genuinely liked making. And then I slowly saw it like grow up again, like nowhere near at the pace I was going before, but like it's so much more worth it to me because I really liked what I was making. It was just like fun, you know? So no, I totally agree. That literally just happened to me. Like I had like a dip yeah. and I was like, cause I got a plateau and then I went down and I was like, it's kind of like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like when brands are like, send me your stats, whatever. And it was like in the red, like, it's kind of embarrassing. And like, I was kind of like, yeah, oh, I feel that. 
but at the same time, like it's going mm-hmm. back up now and it's like, okay, I'm making videos, take half the time to make them first of all. And it's so much more, it's just better. Like I want to post them. I'm not like, oh, I have to like go do that. So exactly. Oh my gosh. Yes. The second it starts to feel like work for you and it's not something you want to do like bad kind of work, then that's when you got to pivot and switch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. So true. So true. It's crazy. But I'm trying to think like, okay, so, oh, I have a really good question. I meant to ask you this actually, like, <laughs> I think like, it just came back to me. I was like, I, have a, I know I have a question for her. How do you, okay, how do you balance everything like with school and content creation and just having a life? Like, how do you balance it? Oh my gosh. That's another like question I get a lot. And I feel like, um, I'm like still low key, like trying to figure out myself. Like sometimes I'll wake up and I'll be like, how am I going to like, get all this stuff done um which is like so funny but I think the first thing is like I didn't like jump into doing everything at once like I kind of eased myself into it because like like as you said like I'm in college full-time um and I know a lot of other creators who are like in the same belt like you also have like school and everything to deal with in your life it's like a lot like that's like having almost like two full-time jobs in a way. It's like kind of insane. Um, So I think that like what helped me was that um, obviously like I started, I was like doing school and I was like, okay, I feel solid. Like I know how to plan my day. I know how to time manage, um, which is like a lot of planning for me, like a lot of to-do lists, a lot of prioritizing. Um, And when I felt like confident in that I was like okay now I'm gonna focus on YouTube so I just did YouTube for a while I was like okay I feel like I have a schedule I can handle this with school and everything and then on top of that I added um being like consistent on TikTok and Instagram so I feel like easing into it if you're if you haven't started is a really great way to go but if you're like in the depths of it um honestly like planning like that's my thing like I cannot like go throughout the day without making a to-do list and like everyone is different like some people are not planning people and like that's just not how it works for them um but I'm just like a paper planner like insane like color blocking (laughs) organization kind of person and that's like the only way I can stay sane and like make sure I'm doing everything um but also I think like prioritizing is really important because sometimes there'll be like a hundred things like I like need and would like to do in a day but there's only like four things that I like absolutely have to finish before tomorrow so I know if I do those that can like be enough if I can't get everything done and like knowing that you've got those essential things is gonna like be really helpful in the long run I think so yeah to do list prioritizing all that good stuff. It will save you. <laughs> I also, cause I'm so like, I have to make a to-do list every day. Like I'm like the same way. Yeah. And something that's also helped me a lot. And I think I've talked about it on my podcast before is just, I literally live by timers. I set 25 minute timer. I work on one thing mm-hmm. and then if I get it done, I move on to the, I also number the ordering when I get things done as well. And I found that helps my mental just mm-hmm. like clarity, just being focused on one thing at a time. And then I'll take like a five minute break to get up and stand. And like, sometimes I'm resistant to the break. I'm like, I want to keep going. But when I keep going, I get so tired that I can't work as long. So that's something that's really helped mm-hmm. me personally, which is like 
getting things done because I'm like you I'm like how the hell do I get everything done every day (laughs) it's insane and like also having like a life like giving yourself time Mm -hmm. it's crazy because social media is like a literal 24 7 job it's crazy it's so true yeah no I love that I love timers as well like that's so helpful um yeah I love all that (laughs) oh my goodness Okay, well, if there's anything else that you want to like talk about, let me know. But this has been so much fun, first of all. I know. I just, okay, I love like from all of your like Instagram posts and all of your content, you can like feel like your positive energy. But just like, I love the podcast. You literally like hear it in your voice. And I just, I just love it. So I just had to tell you. (laughs) Oh my God, you're so sweet. That's so nice. It's funny because like, podcast I feel like I tried to vlog for like two times like I tried I tried two vlogs and I was like I'm not really myself on like video camera I feel like and like I've gotten gotten more comfortable being myself like during my workout videos but like vlogs I just feel like a natural doing them so podcasts I'm just like I feel like it's my thing like I love it like I love just like talking and like making it like a chat with a friend so I'm really (laughs) happy that you get those vibes (laughs) I do. I love it. You're just like thriving and it's, it's the best thing. I love it. Oh, <laughs> well, it's also, if you guys don't really know me and Bella have literally been like Instagram friends for so long. It's so cool. Just seeing like each other grow and supporting each other from the start. Like it's crazy. It's so cool. I love that. I'm literally like, I'm trying to think like, how did that even happen? That's what <laughs> I was like, thinking, like you you're over there like crushing like your workout content and I'm like hey guys time for another productive vlog like I don't even know how that happened you know what? but I love it I think I I'm like trying to remember like when I followed you first but I think what it was is at the time like when I first started I was like very confused like where I wanted to take my platform and it became like an entire lifestyle thing so I was doing a lot of like fashiony posts and like productivity stuff and I'm bet you anything I I followed you during that phase because I was like following a ton of fashion bloggers even though my name was I'm sweaty and I know it and it made literally no sense (laughs) get the follow and I was like who who is that I love that oh my god so funny I'm good I'm not I'm not crying from laughter at all I'm good so funny but like you know just I had to find my little niche not too fast I love that literally try all the things and then whatever sticks just go with that don't be afraid to try everything because exactly you'll you'll figure it out eventually (laughs) even yeah even if your user handle has makes no sense with what the content you're posting you can figure it out (laughs) you can change it later like it's so funny exactly it's all it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. But last little tip of advice just for like anyone listening is biggest tip ever is collaborations and connections. Like right now, like me and Bella, like we've yes. never actually like met over the phone or anything. Like we've always been supporting each other just over like text message and like liking people, the great commenting and stuff. And like, I just think mm-hmm. having those connections with people, regardless of you actually know them in person is so incredible and it brings so many more opportunities. Like now I like basically know, I feel like I know you, like I do know you. And if I, I know, I was like, okay, we need to hang out. Like, it's just, yeah, so now we need to like, hang so out. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, stay tuned. Vermont. Do you ever go ski in Vermont? Oh my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am like, <laughs> 
I like so like not sports oriented. It's like not even funny. Wait, if you could live anywhere, oh. where would you live? Like, what's your dream spot? Oh my gosh, like any major city, really. Like, I love New York. Like, I would die to live there. It's, it's so perfect. Um, I've never been to, like, L.A. or, like, anywhere like that, but I think I would love it, too. There's, like, city life. Like, that's my jam. Yeah. Um, you give me very in the woods. <laughs> Thank you. I, I take that as a very good compliment. <laughs> no, you, like, really give me New York vibes. My sister lives there, so I go there a lot. And, like, personally for me, New York is not my long-term place to live, but it's fun to go mm-hmm. and, like, the energy is amazing there. It's so fun. Oh my gosh. I totally agree. So many cute spots, so many trendy restaurants and all the good stuff. Oh my God. Instagram walls. Yes. <laughs> we love some Instagram walls. <laughs> like, okay. Wherever I live, like it has to have good walls. Like that's like, everyone's like, what are you talking about? I was like, you'll you don't understand it's fine. <laughs> Got it. You know, fine. I think you would die. <laughs> have you been to Miami ever? No, I haven't. I think you would I, die. I, I'm sure I would love it. I would probably die of happiness. There's an entire um, section called Winwood and Design District, and it's just cute walls everywhere. Oh my god, I love that so much. <laughs> you would be. Your phone would have no storage. You'd be like every five. Oh seconds. my god, so true. I know. It's like every time I'm out with my friends, I'm like, oh my god, like there's a wall, and they're like, not again. I'm like, yes, again, <laughs> like don't understand oh my gosh that's so funny (laughs) all right well plug yourself where can my listeners find you yeah so you can find me on youtube by just searching for isabella loray my last name is l-o-r-e and then on instagram my handle is isabella june loray um and then my i think my tiktok is the same as my instagram handle um, and then on all my platforms, I always have links um, to all my other platforms. So yeah, I would love to hang out with you guys in vlogs or over on Instagram. I try my best to answer every single DM. So definitely hit me up. Um, yeah. She is your lifestyle girl. She has like the cutest <laughs> lifestyle ever in her little small city. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You make it work and you're so inspiring to make it work because I don't know. I live in like, my parents live in Pittsburgh and they live in like a suburb and it's really not cute mm-hmm. at all. And so, you know, gives me oh, hope. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that so hard. <laughs> it's rough, but thank you so much again for coming on the podcast and I will link everything about you in the show notes as well. So you can find her through the links and it'll make your life easier. And yeah, but thanks everyone for listening. Have a great rest of your day and stay sweaty. <laughs> Bye, guys.